is 475-1080. Before we move on to the Saturday special, I just want to remind you that I will be out at the Dave Cave today until 2 p.m. Whether you're looking for something for yourself or your pets, maybe you should call 218-5726 because we, we are running low on certain products. 218-5726. That's 218-KSCO. And uh, find out if we have what you need because you don't want to waste a trip down here. But we always have something for somebody out there. Uh, great prices, as always. We have copies of Kay's Whirling's books. And we have your KSEO and Flight 1080 gear. And that would include face masks. Yes, it's getting hot out there, MZ, but you can look 10 degrees cooler you can at least look 10 degrees cooler when you wear the KSEO gear or Flight 1080 um, gear. And, and t talk about uh, super cool are these face masks. Now, some people say, well, wearing a face mask is not cool. It kind of shows this or that. These face masks look cool. So no problem complying, Dave, MZ. Dave Michael. Yes, MZ. So uh, on the contrary, in fact, I've been bitching about the face masks ever since they became an issue, right? Right, right. Okay, well, I, I'm not anymore. Why is that? Because our KSCO face masks mm -hmm. are really sharp. Mm -hmm. They make you a cool person, whereas right. you're a nerd if you don't, you know. Right. If you're Even if you're a nerd, you turn into a cool person. And the coolest thing all of all is that if you wear the KSCO, I don't even want to wear, I want to wear a mask all the time now as long as it's the KSCO right. mask. They look great. Do you MZ. get it? Yes, absolutely. You agree? Absolutely. How can any man? Can you believe that I'm actually saying that? And I'm and I mean it. It's, it comes from the heart. That's great. And, and you know what, MZ? Even better than that is when you do that, you support your favorite radio station and you support local businessmen because th th these are made locally. They're not made in China. They're made right here. And you right can here. breathe in them. You can breathe in them. You they can look breathe. Great. I I breathe better in my KSCO mask than without a mask at all. How do you like that? That sounds. I, I totally believe it, MZ. And how much are they? Are they ten dollars and eighty cents each? Ten dollars and eighty cents a piece. Yes. I see. Good, great. Yeah. Pretty, pretty wonderful. nice, huh? Pretty snazzy yeah. there. All right. So, I'm, what am I doing here, MZ? I, I'm happy you're here. Not that I'm unhappy that Josh Stevens isn't here, but I can ask you a personal question instead of the one I was going to ask him. Okay? Is that okay? Okay. Yeah, I'm ready. All right. May I ask you a personal question? Oh, yeah. You already said you're ready. Um, uh, are you ready to uh, leave? the United States and go to a better place if you can figure out a better place? I Is getting to be too place. much for you now? No. no really? No, no. I, man, I will not give up on this country, MZ. I well, will no, not no, give I'm up not on it. I'm not suggesting that people... It's, it's, oh. No, I think it's the best country. I, I can't imagine that there's a better place. Maybe there is, but... Uh, I grew up here. I keep all my stuff here. This is this is where I am. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well. Um, and I'm wishing our president the best. By the oh, way, I'm, as I'm yeah. sure everybody else is. Well, not everybody else. Well, is. Well, you know, m most re reasonable people. Uh, I saw an update from his doctors this morning. He's on re what is that? Res Desmavir or some kind of um, drug like that. He's getting better. Never was on oxygen. Overall, he's doing relatively good. Okay. You gave me the greatest positive answer, you know, that to, to the topic that I thought we would make today. Mm -hmm. I think it'll evolve. Mm -hmm. That topic is where in the world can Americans go to escape the rapidly deteriorating USA? Um, boy, I, I, I don't know. That's a weird question. If you want to go to I a more conservative a, country, that that might be... Well, I, I, just a country that's functional instead of dysfunctional. 
I don't want to say bad things about my country, but I'm getting so depressed. I'm getting so saddened. It, you, you don't think it could get any worse, and then it does, and then it gets a lot worse. Why do you, why, you know? why do you say that? Why today do you say that? <sighs> because I can see things, I can see the possibility mm -hmm. of huge changes, you know, unfolding. Like, like Nancy Pelosi being the president in, in a matter of weeks. Mm -hmm. Can you see that? No, that, that's not really? going to happen. Yes, uh, but, uh, but what I do see is I do see the eventual uh, movement towards the, the left. Uh, you know, uh, the United States is, is going to move to the left. It's just going to happen. That's the way things are going now, and it's going to happen. And, um, you know... Do you, do you feel like you're going to be losing your freedoms? I feel like um, probably that the people did when their buggies were replaced by automobiles and they were just left out to, right. to you know... Antiquity, you know, we're, we're getting outdated. MC. Okay, well, so I don't know. Maybe that's not a good topic, but I, I, I think we're going to have <laughs> okay. a great guest. We're going to have a great guest All right. who, All right. who, who pulled up stakes and, and moved his family to Ecuador oh. uh, five or six years ago. Wow, sounds good friend hot. of mine. Yeah, and but first, here, Michael, Michael Harrison and his orchestra. Are you there? I'm oh. sitting here lurking. I'm, I'm a lur I'm a listener lurker. <laughs> okay, Michael, <laughs> the Michael Harrison. Uh, from the Michael Harrison rap uh, on your favorite radio station, uh, we, we, uh, Fridays from 6 to 7 p.m., and I think we're rerunning it on Sundays. Am I right, Dave Michaels? Uh, from yes, yes, it reruns on, yeah. on Sundays. On Sundays, and this is, this is the man himself. He's the publisher of Talkers Magazine. I believe he's the mo he'll, he's very modest and he'll disagree probably, but I believe he's the most influential human being in the world of talk radio. He publishes the Bible of talk radio. Talkers Magazine has done that for as long, probably six months longer than I've been running KSCO. You know, uh, th that's amazing. And Michael and I have been friends that long, uh, 30 years now. Um, but um, recently... Uh, Michael has um, expressed uh, positive, very positive uh, feedback on our China Uber Alice program that we have been doing here for the last five or six weeks. And Michael, I love compliments, as you know. So you feel like ladling some? Well, first of all, I'm, I want to answer the question that you um, put uh, poor Dave into a corner with, which I thought that uh, Dave's answer was excellent. Um, that there's no country he's, he's like, like the United act, States. And, and I believe that too. When you, but you, but you ask that. the question, where can people go to get a better life than we're having right now in the United States? Is that or to escape the disorder yeah, yeah, that we yeah, have? Yeah. The place to go is to the voter booth. That's the place to go to make things better. Or to your mailbox, right? Well, well voting. I'm talking about it figuratively. Vote. That's it. If everybody voted, then that's at least a step in the direction of being able to make the place where I like another thing Dave said, where you keep where we keep our stuff. <laughs> That's why we have to stay here. We've got all our stuff here. Boy, is that an insightful uh, position and statement? Because we have our stuff here, and our stuff—you know—what does our stuff mean? It means our lives, our businesses, our history, our uh, material goods, our everything. We got our stuff here, so you know it's not so easy to go away. Of course, and, and yeah. every once it's in a, a while we talk about this, but yeah. uh, but still, I mean, it's it bears discussion. Mm. It bears. Yeah, but we got we got to we got to have. Look, I'm. Not, you'll notice I'm definitely not saying who you should vote for. 
to to make things better. I'm just simply saying the first step is uh, vote. And uh, I think the step before voting is vote intelligently. We need to have a nation of people that grew up understanding what civics is. You got to know how the machine operates to be able to, you know, operate it. And, and, and a system, a political system is a machine. And uh, it's got buttons and levers and gas pedals and brakes and all kinds of, you know, dials. And if you don't know how it runs, it's like uh, giving somebody, you know, the keys to a helicopter and saying, go fly it. Uh, you know, and, that, and they vote that way. Enough said. Uh, it does segue into a discussion about China Uber Alice. Uh, and also, um, I'd like to uh, disclaim that I do try to stay out of left-right politics, and yes. I do try to not Smart be partisan. Man, actually. Smart man, Without that stupid thing of saying I take the center, because the center is the most bold and dangerous place to be right now in America. Because if you are not in agreement with people who are on either side, you are immediately cast as a member of the other side, and you really wind up arguing with everybody and talking to yourself. So, uh, no, I'm not a centrist. I'm just very independent and uh, say, uh, I say it as I see it. Right. Um, so the two, the two political issues that right now I actually, you know, wade into the conversation on are one, the defense of the First Amendment, always, and the current situation that the United States faces with the CCP. Uh, at the PRC, the People's Republic of China, that's run by the CCP, the Communist, the Chinese Communist Party. And uh, anybody who knows anything about what's going on uh, for decades now knows that um, even though they may have changed their tone and changed their style from the days of Mao Zedong to the days of Xi Jinping, that um, China presents what I guess is called a hegemonic threat to the United States, a, a threat to our influence and our dominance and our presence, uh, not only globally, but even here domestically. And uh, how this has happened is a long story that we're not going to get into, at least I'm not going to get into here. But we have a menace that we deal with in China. So the fact that you have created a radio show that's produced at KSCO that has um, a staff, an on-air panel of hosts and a parade of guests that is as credible as anything I have ever seen. Nansu from the Epoch Times, Amy Howe, who is a former Chinese prison camp internee and a very, very well-spoken, intelligent uh, source of information. And uh, Bill Graff from uh, KSCO. It's a great, uh, great base uh, to talk about uh, the the problem we face with communist China, uh, the unfair trade practices, the military threat that they present to all of the nations, some of which are our allies in the um, uh, the China the South China Sea area, the way they've been stealing our intellectual property, um, the uh, situation in Hong Kong, Taiwan, the North Korean military threat, which is really a, Nor a um, Chinese uh, communist threat, uh, the advance of who you know Huawei, the uh, the the Apple of China that um, is spreading their brand of 5G and all of their technology into our apps and into countries that we're uninvolved in, uh, human rights abuses. Uh, the, the, what they're doing to the Uyghurs and the labor camps and the way they treat the uh, spiritual movement, uh, Falun Gong. Uh, the surveillance, back to what I said before, whether it's talking about tick 
TikTok or um, Huawei's 5G smartphones. Um, they, they, they're masters of um, technology. And uh, whereas we still may be thinking militarily about the size of our airplanes and the number of ships we have, they'll be attacking the technology that that runs those <laughs> those ships, those airplanes, yeah, uh, and 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 make a, our our whole communication system can fall apart. And they have. And here's the final thing of my rant. I'm sorry, I'm going on so long, but what they have done. If you again, there's so much material out there. It's just it's it's. You know, common knowledge. If you look but for there's it, there's nothing really in talk radio except what I'm, what we're doing. But yeah, right yeah, that, that, that's that's my that's my summation. Yeah. <laughs> Is that that the Chinese communists are on record? As doing this, this is their playbook. This is not like a conspiracy theory, and I hate conspiracy theories as a rule. As I, I, I strongly advise you don't get into the realm of conspiracy theories. There's enough stuff that's not a theory that's already common knowledge, and that is the playbook is out there to be read. That they um, they're conducting a war of a 21st century war of subversion against the United States interests. So a, a two-hour radio show in this day and age in 2020 that um, can be listened to by people all across the country because it is unique. I don't know of any other show of this nature. You're, on the, you're not only on the cutting edge, you're off the edge, and you're telling everybody how to have a bridge to knowledge, uh, I think uh, is remarkable, and I fully support and applaud your efforts and wish you luck because it's going to oh, be a thank you interesting, so much, an interesting you know journey. Oh, thank you so much, Michael. You I just love compliments. Well... Um, I, I believe in giving credit where credit is due and, yeah. uh, you know, shining light on things that people may not know about. For sure. And we're proud of, we're, we're proud that we uh, are in a position yeah. to do that. And thank you very much for your help with all so, this. So, oh, yeah, anything I could do will, will certainly uh, be done. So um, I, will, I will exit now and go off to my mundane life and take care, <laughs> take care of my stuff, okay. all of which is here in America. Yeah. Uh, nice to see you, Dave. And uh, certainly, MZ, it's always good to pop in on you. We'll talk again soon. Great. Thank you, Michael Harrison, uh, editor and publisher of Talkers Magazine, and just a swell guy uh, all the way. Hey, so uh, w w what do we do now? Here's what we do now. Good morning. A brighter day is here. Good morning. May we bring you cheer. We've got time, we've got tunes, we've got time, tunes and temperature. Get up and go, it's today you know on KSCO Radio. Good morning, all the ships at sea. Wait a minute, I don't want to diss our local audience. Good morning, Santa Cruz, Monterey Bay Area, San Francisco Bay Area, and uh, the whole world, because you can hear us at, uh, on, our, on our free app. You can hear us at ksco.com. You can hear us at zbsradio.com. And I'm welcoming every one of you who's listening to us and those of you who are not to the Saturday special. Stay with us. Good morning. Now stay right here on KSCO Radio. Okay. Now, what's an appropriate thing? The crossfire. We haven't done that in a while, right? Crossfire. This one. This nice, ominous music. Right? All right. Um, I promised a, a wonderful, appropriate guest. And uh, this wonderful, appropriate guest has been on 
KSCO Saturday specials two or three times in the past. Quite a long time ago, though. His name is Bodie. Bodie Kroll. Hi, Bodie Kroll. How you doing, Mike? I'm doing okay. Um, the, the audio is going to be a little weird. We hope we can keep the connection stable so that, that, we, can, uh, that, we, that we don't lose you or anything. Uh, Bodie. So far, so good. I've heard you quite well. Can you hear me well? Is, it, is the connection good? Yeah, Dave Michael says it's okay, and, and I say it's okay. And uh, Amy from the China Oberalas uh, show is 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 in is actually in the studio. Do you say it's okay, Amy? Yes, it's okay. Okay, good. So it's okay, Bodie. Uh, l let me let me tell let me remind the audience who you are. Okay, you're you're a guy that I became friends with uh, in the Bay Area. Uh, I don't know between probably 2010 and. Uh, you know, in 2014 or so, uh, you are a serial, entre yes. serial entrepreneur. Uh, <clears throat> I became acquainted with you when you were running a real estate auction company um, where, where you auctioned off uh, real estate. And it was sort of a cool idea. Um, before, before I knew you, you, you ran a, um, a, a hang gliding a company. Where, where people who wanted True. to hang glide all, all over the Bay Area could do so with you training them, and it was great. I saw some pictures and some videos of that, but I didn't know you when you were in that business. Then one day, all of a sudden, uh, circa uh, 2014 or so, uh, after you had become turned on, I think possibly through some of my efforts to things that were not necessarily, um, I, I don't know, I don't like to use the word conspiracy, but I don't know what else to say. You got turned on to Alex Jones and uh, through me. And you started listening and you thought it was pretty bizarre at first, but the more you listened, uh, the more you said, wait a minute, can any of the, if, 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 if even 10% of this is true, we're in a world of hurt. I, am, am I saying anything that's wrong? I would say that's all pretty, pretty accurate, yes. Okay, so, so out of the blue, that. you decided to uproot your then family of two, you're now a family of uh, two, two children and a, a lovely wife, um, now, it, it, and, and moved to, of all places, Cuenca, Ecuador. Why did you choose Cuenca, Ecuador? And, and why, did you, why did you decide to leave our wonderful United States to begin with. What was your reason, Bodie Kroll? Well, it was, let's face it, it was political. The last time I voted was in the 2008 elections and I voted for Obama. And within two years, I realized during his first year, he had killed more people with those drones, extrajudicial killings than Bush had in eight years. And I started seeing things happening in, in the Democratic Party that I just I realized they, they really seemed to, had, to my look, view, had really merged with the Republican Party at the top, working for the corporate masters, keeping the military-industrial complex machine going. And I just couldn't take the killing overseas in my name for my safety. 
I couldn't take that anymore. That was one of the reasons. And then when I saw that, you know, Obama's uh, presiding over the time when Edward Snowden comes out and tells us the government is recording everything we do on the Internet, every email is being, you know, sent to Utah's center for keeping track of every single email and every keystroke on your keyboard. And Obama, instead of congratulating Snowden, in my opinion, he's a hero and has alerted us to the crimes of the state. They aren't supposed to be recording everything. I shouldn't be able to have a conversation with my mother and worry that the government is not worried. No, I now know when I talk to my mother, that's just being recorded for posterity. So the freedoms weren't there. I felt we were turning into a military police state, fascist. You know, I mean, we have been in some ways for a long time, but I just saw that it was getting worse and worse. And I just didn't feel, I felt that we were heading towards vaccine, mandatory vaccines that I, God only knows what they're going to, they've already got up to 70 of them. They want you to take, have your kids take by the time they're five and number seems to be growing. And we didn't, we didn't, you know, we we're concerned about that. I mean, essentially, you know, and frankly, you know, I watched an Alex Jones film, you know, uh, as a liberal Democrat back then, and the film was uh, pretty uh, eye-opening, and ironically, uh, a lot of it has come true in the last, I mean, to the point where they were actually predicting from reading all these white papers that he'd read from the Rockefellers and other, you know, government think tanks, uh, you know, uh, he had predicted that we were going to have, you know, some kind of a bioweapon release and it would be quarantines and government lockdown and uh, everything that we're living through right now was, you know, predicted by Alex Jones about, and not even so much as predicted by him. He was reading the white papers of people that were planning. You can go to Rockefeller.org on the Internet right now and look up the word lockstep on their search engine on the Rockefeller website. And in 2010, they had a scenario, they were running scenarios of exactly what we're living through worldwide. They've been planning for this, I think, for a long time. And uh, whether it was intentional or not, it's definitely being used for a lot of nefarious objectives, I would say. Um, Not the least of which is impoverishing the entire country. We're closing our businesses. They don't want us to be, you know, traveling and having businesses, lots of money. They seem to want us locked up in our caves with a mask on. So, you know, and not traveling and, you know. Wow. So it's, it's, a, it's a crazy time. It's a crazy time. And, I, and frankly, all the reasons I was concerned and wanted to get out for the first five and a half years, it was like, well, nothing it's gotten a little worse. I can see the movement in the wrong direction, but now it seems like things are really coming to a head where I am thanking God we already got out. <laughs> I don't know, I'd rather be here than there, so that, that's for damn sure. How did you decide to go where you are? What's that? How did you decide to go to Ecuador? We wanted to get south uh, of the equator for one thing. That was another motivating factor right around when we left in 2014. A lot of that radioactive waste is supposed to be heading over the Pacific Ocean and hitting the shores of California from Fukushima. And we were like, oh, my God. We were looking into it. 
and you know, I'm not a nuclear physicist, but I did a lot of reading, and I, well, the best I could ascertain was there was nuclear physicists that were saying, go in the ocean, play in the rain, don't worry about it, it's a long ways away, that Japan, and then there was others that were saying, don't go in the ocean and stay out of the rain, <laughs> you know, so we weren't really sure, but it seemed to be an ongoing disaster, so we thought if we could get south of the equator, we would have less, uh, apparently because of the Coriolis effect, less than 1% of the radioactive stuff that's been aerosolized into the air, less than 1% of that's going to get south of the equator in the next 40 years. So we figured for the you know health of our children, and probably be wise to be south of the equator, and just searched a few different countries and settled on Ecuador and came for a two-week visit. Saw about five cities, fell in love with Cuenca, went home, sold everything we owned, bought the tickets for the family and three dogs and 19 suitcases, and that was it. Wow. We were here since 2014. Wow. That's great. Um, so, um... And it's been a very wel welcoming place to arrive. I mean, it's really the, 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 the Cuencanos are... Almost to a person, just so nice and welcoming to gringos. I'm not going to say there hasn't been a couple surly ones here, but 99%. They love us. I mean, they seems like they all want to have their own gringo. That's mine. That Bodie, that was my gringo, buddy. Yeah. You know, and and say, I mentioned earlier. They're really, really sweet people. I mentioned earlier that you are a serial entrepreneur, and I meant it, and I know that's absolutely true. Uh, one of the big things you missed is a really good hamburger in uh, a good U.S. type hamburger, uh, uh, sort of like, uh, um, you know, In-N-Out Burger. And uh, I visited yeah, yeah. you in 2016. That was four years ago exactly. I mean, it was four years ago like today that I last saw you and visited you after you had uh, been in, in uh, Ecuador for a couple of years. And you were very excited about bringing... Um, uh, that that kind, that style of American hamburger, to um, you know, to the country of Ecuador, and you came up with a Bodhi burger, which is uh, so, sort of like a like those hamburgers you like en enough, and and you started Bodhi Burger, and I guess it was going pretty well until the pandemic came, and now what's the status of Bodhi Burger? <laughs> Well, you know, I uh, my landlord was so kind to just let me have zero rent for the first six months, and for now he's at 50% rent. So I'm in a holding pattern. There's fear in the air here. They're, they're, they're really, you know, I mean, I don't know what it's like in the States, but I want to say one out of 20 people here is walking down the street in a biohazard suit with a mask on, and sometimes in front of my house, I live 10 minutes out of the city, and I'm in the country, but 10 minutes from the city center. This country is cows, chickens, no street address, no street name. And I'll see a person walking down the road on a country road alone, no one within a quarter mile of them in a biohazard suit with a mask on. Now, out here in the country, most people are actually pretty relaxed and aren't wearing the mask in the country. One out of 20 will be wearing a biohazard suit. But in the city, you know, you really are forced to, uh, compelled to wear the mask most of the time or all the time that, uh, if you're subject to a fine if you get caught without it. So, um, yeah, so I just, the fear is palpable 
in the air, and I know what it took to make the business profitable before COVID, and now I'm supposed to keep the restaurant 30% occupied. So in other words, I got to keep it 70% empty, and I just it's, that doesn't really work with my model. You know, I'm, my model is to fill the restaurant up. Their model now is to keep it empty. So I'm waiting till I feel the moment. And I'm hoping it'll come because, you know, we went for five days to visit um, uh, a friend uh, down at the coast. And uh, down there, 50 to 70% of the people were no longer in mass. They had felt the disease had come. A few people were taken out, and it had passed. It was just pretty much gone, so it was kind of relaxed. But up here in Cuenca, ironically, there's been very, very few deaths, but the people are scared. Yeah. Um, do you think so, the anyway, it's on hold? Uh, and you know, on the serial entrepreneur note, I'll just throw this out there. I'm waiting to see because I, I you know, now you have the UN saying we're going to be under this. I just heard they just said, you know, you mean you have to be wearing masks for the rest of your natural lives? That may be just a situation ongoing. Um, so they're trying to. I, I feel there's an effort to perpetuate a huge amount of fear and sell us on this. Thing and we're just not seeing a lot of death or hardly any even sick people around here. Uh, I know there have been a few elderly folks that have died that were also sick with other things, um, but very even very few of those. So, well, what about the uh, flu? What about the flu in 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 Ecuador? Because you know, for the la you know, I'm 68, almost 69. I'll be 69 in in about a month. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm getting up there in age, and for the last uh, 15, 20 years, I've been very concerned about catching the flu. Uh, and I, I'm a person who doesn't like to go in crowds, and I avoid, hum I avoid other humans as much as possible. But, you know, because I, I didn't want to catch the flu, because if I caught the flu, there's a good chance I'd die, you know? Well, I, I had a bad one in December, but just before COVID came, you know, in December, I was in bed for two weeks. And during that time, I saw people all around me, employees, friends, neighbors, that thing blew through Cuenca and got a lot of people sick, you know, huge number. With the COVID, you just, I haven't, you know, you don't, it's hard to, oh, you have a friend of a friend that knows somebody, and now finally I know one or two that got a little bit sick, but nobody knows anyone that's died up So here. you think, I don't you want know, to put words in, I don't, deaths, I don't want to put words in your mouth, Bodie, but do you think that this whole COVID thing might be a little overblown? <laughs> I, look, during the first six weeks, I was holed up in here like a fortress and reading the news and following the death counts around the world and just educating myself as much information as I could. I'm watching videos coming out of China, people collapsing in the street or in their offices, just dropping over, keeling over. The people that, if you're at work, I assume you don't even know you're sick and all of a sudden you're keeling over. I mean, you know, I'm seeing giant trucks bringing out huge hoses of, uh, of disinfectant, disinfecting the streets in many different countries. So I, I, what I've come to realize, and, and it worked, I scared the bejesus out of me, and I was locked up for six weeks to two months, and only my wife would sneak out once a week, get a few groceries. We were locked up, and then by the end of that, I just started seeing that the, the reported deaths were slowing, you know, like I was seeing deaths doubling every two to three days in Italy and Spain and France. I was watching before I even got to the U.S. 
And in fact, I was watching the story in January when nobody was really talking about it. And I had to tell my parents in late February, I said, look, guys, don't buy a ticket for my kids to come to America because I'm afraid because they wanted to visit them for the summer. And I said, I, I, they're going to get stuck under quarantine. They're either going to go there and the U.S. won't let them out or the U.S. will let them out and Ecuador won't let them in. So I said, don't buy the tickets. And my dad was like, what have you been reading? I mean, well, this is the craziest. You, you don't want the kids to come because you think the whole country's going to get locked down under quarantine over COVID and what? They thought that was the craziest thing they ever heard. And, you know, three weeks later, it happened. But, you know, so, yeah, I, I've run the whole gamut from being super scared in the beginning to realizing that, Really, when you look at the numbers, the number of people, you know, even in the U.S., if you accept the number 200,000, you know, even though some of those, now the CDC is saying only 96, 94% of those people had other conditions, only 6% didn't have, but even if you use the number 200,000, divide that by 350 million people, and it is a teeny, teeny, tiny number. It sounds horrendous. It's much less than how many people we're going to lose to tuberculosis. Uh, you know, this year we're on a schedule like almost every year to lose 1.6 million people to tuberculosis, another lung-borne deadly disease of the lungs. And so uh, I've just, yeah, I've realized that it's a lot of hoopla and it's being used to, uh, I, I see now that, in my opinion, Big Pharma has taken over the media, essentially, and they are directing a scare campaign, which they intend to profit off of handsomely by, they can, forcing all 7 billion of us to receive what they're calling a vaccine and what I'm calling genetic therapy, because that's what the Moderna one is. It's, it is a RNA uh, vaccine that will go in and reprogram your cells to produce more of it, just like a, a virus does. Virus can't replicate without using a, a cell that has DNA because the virus is only RNA. Well, this new quote-unquote vaccines are, 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 are just that. It's a genetic therapy. Or I want to say genetic vandalism. So, yes, I think there's a deeper agenda that, 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 that the big pharma and the media work together to scare the hell out of us. Now I'm hearing a lot of these videos out of China were fabricated to scare the hell out of them, us, which it did. I'm watching these things on video on, on YouTube thinking, holy crap, what is coming? So I was locked up tight, and then I just, like I said, there was a flu rip through here in December. Half the people I know had it, and the COVID's come through, and we're locked up and closed all our businesses and going you know, pour together, and, and I just haven't seen the death of the mayhem here. Um, although, I will say this, in the coast, uh, at the lower regions, uh, they seem to have been harder hit, but still, even why kill if you take the number 10,000, which is one of the numbers, it's, it's hard, they don't have an exact number, but if you say 10,000 and why kill died, out of 3.1 million people, that is a tiny, tiny fraction of 1%. So it's sad, it's horrible, but do we need to slow, close the entire world? During which time, by the way, now they're saying that hundreds of times more people are going to starve to death because of the lockdown than are dying of COVID. So ultimately, the solution to the COVID problem is going to devastate us and cause hundreds of times more loss of life than COVID ever will. They're saying that the UN uh, could be up to 200 million people facing starvation you know, in the coming months. Jeez. Due to lockdown.
Bodie, Bodie Kroll, um, you are talking to us through my um, iPhone. And um, I would love to have you talk to, I'd love to open the phones up to our audience, but I'm not sure. I, it's going to be a little funny, a little different. Uh, do, do you have some time available to take some calls if people want to talk to you and ask you questions or make comments to you? I can hang out. Okay. Let's do it. Great. 479 1080 in area 831, or you can email mz at ksco.com if you have a comment. And particularly if you want to ask Bodie any question, because he's he's a, a real live USA expatriate uh, for like, um, what, what is that? Uh, six years now, six and a half years, seven years? When did you actually leave? Six years, six years, six and a half. May, May of 2014, we arrived. Right. Okay, 831-479-1080, the regular call-in number. He is not on that number. Um, and we don't have a outgoing long-distance service, so I can't call you from, from our system. And I think the only way we're, we're working through this uh, is, is through uh, uh, not WeChat, but um, what's the other one? Um, uh, WhatsApp. WhatsApp. Yeah, we're we're talking through WhatsApp, um, and uh, anyhow, if people call, I'm, I don't know if we're going to get any calls. If we do get calls, uh, I'll have to figure out how to get you to hear what they're saying. I might have to repeat a word or two. Otherwise, you can email mz at ksco.com, and I can check the email now just for the heck of it. Oh, look at this. James Freeman says, just a quick note to your co-host. If people are wanting to find a place that's better than America, they aren't true Americans. They are only reaping the benefits and unwilling to work on maintaining and upkeep. Wow. So much for uh, you. You got to take your hat off to James Freeman. Thank you for emailing mz at ksco.com. Right now, that's the only email that I've received. Um, uh, on this uh, on this topic or during during this program, Amy, Amy, how I, I wanted you here because you're in town. I wanted you here to um, talk about a little bit about the China Uberales, and you've traveled all over the world. I mean, there's probably yeah, not too many. Ecuador, yeah. What do you think of Ecuador and why? And, well, and it's you... the center of the world. You know that, right? It is it's the center real, of the world. Real center. I saw that. The old dividing line by the French people and then the new ones. They're just very little bit off. That time they don't no GPS on it to de determine. It is the real center of the world. So uh, I think a booty is something was right. You're talking about geographically, probably the safest place. Uh. Yeah, the safest place. Did, you, did you hear that, Bodhi? Earthquake, I'm, everything else. I'm cupping my headphones over my iPhone. Can you hear what Amy is saying? Maybe you should I repeat it. I heard that uh, something about it being a safe area of the world. I couldn't hear it very well. Okay, I'm going to turn up the volume. The only way I can do this, I think, is turn up the headphone volume. Go ahead and repeat it, basically, Amy, so we get this down right. Because so, we're going to have to do this when we get other calls. So what, what what did you just say to oh, Bodhi? So I, I see, oh, Go ahead, you can say it. Oh, I just say that um, I've been to Ecuador, and I I really know it's the real center of the world, and then showed us the old dividing line by the French people. That time we don't have a GPS, all those things. Then the new ones, <laughs> just very little bit off, almost the same line. It's a real real center <clears> of the <throat> world. 
so geography yeah. per se, just like you say, the pub is a safe the place. Yeah. So anyhow, and, and it's proven to be, that's proven to be the case with you for the last six and a half years, right, Bode? Yeah, it's been a great place. Like I said, the people have been very welcoming. Uh, my whole family has learned to speak Spanish. The kids are like Quincanos, you know. I mean, uh, they're totally adjusted and speak, or they're bilingual. And, uh, yeah, so now, you know, I'm in a holding pattern, like I said, with the restaurant. I'm hoping maybe in the spring, if things relax, if people start realizing they haven't seen the death and the mayhem, they might try to relax, but they're being bombarded on the media with, you know, every time someone gets a cold, oh, my God, you know, someone's 75 with heart disease, died with COVID, too, ah, you know, or put it in the papers like, oh, my God, the, the hospitals are at 75% capacity, and they say, you know, this hospital's got 30, so they're already at 20. What are you saying? Well, I mean, we got 600,000 people here. So it's like I, I, I started to get worked up about it because the numbers of actual deaths are so low. Um, you know, anyway, but you know, I'm thinking of a new business, uh, believe speaking of serial, uh, entrepreneurship, I'm hoping to keep this one going, uh, if conditions allow, but I, I come up with, I Mike, I, this might be a, a winner. I'm working on it anyway. Do you want to divulge um, it to our audience? I'm going to divulge it because there's going to be five people that are going to know that is the best thing I've ever heard. I'm coming down. Okay. We'll see. But um, no, basically, you know, I'm thinking to myself while I'm waiting, because I don't know if it's going to be a few months or another year or when I feel that it would be viable to run a restaurant. Um, you know, I just don't know when that's going to be. Uh, in the meantime, I'm thinking, what can I do uh, that will be quarantine proof if, if we're under hardcore quarantine for the next five years? Uh, how can I make a living? That's what I'm thinking, you know? And it suddenly dawned on me, a couple things came together, and that is, you know, while my restaurant is a 1950s-style American diner, on the weekends, for fun, I'm cooking my family Chinese food, Thai food, Cambodian food, Italian, Mexican, you name it, you know? And I just have a ball cooking international food. And um, so I thought, you know, I could maybe continue if I could keep my love of cooking involved in whatever this new venture would be. That'd be awesome. And I realized almost most of the uh, the gringos, the expats here, are 60 years old and up, and uh, many in their 70s and beyond. And uh, there's really no situation here to help the elderly that maybe are still living independently but would like to live in maybe since they don't have family they might want to live in a communal situation so i propose and of getting a list together and putting this together now uh that a group of say 10 older folks would live in one of the many vacant hotels like gorgeous hotels built in the 1850s just restored immaculately like you feel yeah like i stayed in i stayed the, in one of those when i visited yeah yeah so you know uh basically they're all empty and so my idea that i've been presented in this uh i'm getting some takers i'm dealing with three hotels now they're empty 15 to 25 room hotels and so the idea is i would come in with 10 to 15 elderly folks that basically would share me 
and my assistant as their personal chef so they would get our services shared out over the, the group of them. We would prepare breakfast, lunch, and dinner and, you know, be, set up a menu a, a month in advance. Everyone would sign off on and we'd have a variety of different inter- international cuisines and American food and probably American breakfast every day and then different different things for lunch and dinner from different countries uh, according to the needs and interests of the guests so uh, they would then have a simplified life they would pay one fee and they would not have to pay anything they don't wouldn't have to be you know because here you got to like go to when you want to pay your bills you got to walk to a building downtown and stand in a line there's no mail service here you cannot just write a check and stick it in the mailbox well, how about online how about town. how about paying online you got good internet there, as I recall. Um, I, you know, some of them you can, yes, yeah, some of you can, and some, and some you can't. Um, but it, it generally, the way it's done here is there's all over town, there's outlets where you can just walk in and pay the bill in cash. Okay. A lot of it is cash, it's done in cash. But in any case, it would be a simplified life for people. It's not assisted living, it's independent living, but they would have. Meals cooked with butlering services, so you know basically. Oh, I like that. Whatever you need, if you forget your glasses upstairs or whatever, but they get the advantage also of living in communities, so that you know they're not alone in some apartment where they've fallen and gotten hurt. They don't know the neighbors, and you know I one guy that a friend of mine, you know, had a stroke and was laid in his front yard for two and a half days before anyone even found him, and he was alive still. Uh, so this, you know. Protection wow. against that by living in community, and we'll have some of their 24 hours a day. And there's nothing like this for gringos in the city. So there's been a, quite a big response. And so I'm just trying to finalize these deals with the hotels. Bodie, let me then, ask you this uh, question. Sign people up. I received an yeah. email, an email to mz at ksco.com from Aaron Wayne. Uh, Aaron says Ecuador in the subject line. Every place has its downside. What are the downsides for you in Ecuador, Aaron wants to know. Well, um, let's think about that. I mean, you know, if you're... I have noticed that I learned Spanish, but I got here at age 48. But most of the people here get here in their late 60s, and, and many of them try to learn to speak Spanish, but I think that it's... I think I was able to do it because I was just young enough, but I think there seems to be almost like a threshold, like a magic number somewhere between 60 and 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 70, where if you try to learn a language at that point, it is such an uphill battle that all I can tell you is uh, none of the no none of the elder gringos that uh, didn't come with Spanish skills can speak Spanish. None of them. So that's tough, you know. You, but you know, there's some English speakers here, but it's always more of a challenge the less you know of the native tongue you speak. Um, for me, I've you know conquered that challenge, and I'm conversational in Spanish. Um, now I have. Things, uh, yeah, go ahead. I mean, so, I mean, I don't know. There's so many things I, I like about. It. I really have to think long and hard about what I don't like. Oh, well, there's becoming more interesting food in this town. It is on a huge upturn. Um, but like when I got here, there wasn't even any Thai food. I cooked Thai food. Uh, did a reservation only thing for the first year because there was no Thai food restaurant. Now there's one. The Chinese food is not great. The food scene is improving. <clears throat> That's why I wanted to be a part of that. But it, 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 when we got here, 
Yeah, there wasn't a huge range of food in this. Uh, this is give you an example. I remember, you know, we were really getting into learning about the Ecuadorian cuisine when we got here, and I was trying different places. I remember asking the taxi driver. They call it almuerzo, uh, which is a lunch. It means it's a little lunch thing for like a buck fifty to between a buck fifty and two fifty, get a little lunch, and sometimes even a little dessert or or a juice or tea. Um, and I asked the cab driver we were with at the time, I said, hey, what is the best almuerzo place in Cuenca? And he looked at me like that was the craziest question he ever heard. He's like, whichever one's the closest, you know? And then I realized at that moment, they all pretty much were exactly like, you can go to almost any place and the the same basic fare uh, created in the same basic way with the same flavor. So the, the Ecuadorian cuisine is not a huge variety, but it's great. It's good food, um, but I couldn't eat it, you know, three times a day, uh, every day. It would drive me nuts. That's why I'm into a varied cuisine and different international. That's do, you, me, but, do you uh, miss anything about not living in the you miss anything about the united states because you don't live here anymore and that leads me to a great question um that i want to pose to both you and amy because you are opposite type people and i'll explain that in a minute but is there anything about the united not about that you miss because you don't live in the united states anymore well, I certainly miss having access to some of our old friends and the family. We've, we've lost out on that. That's been a heavy price to pay. Um, but I just feel so much more relaxed here. And quite frankly, at least that's how I'm seeing things develop over there. The more I'm seeing develop, the more relaxed I am here. Now, things could change here at a moment's notice, too. So I have to see how it how things develop here but so far i just you know i mean i don't know i would be nervous to me the the police are it's, every time a cop was behind me when i was in california my heart would race i'm like oh my god they're gonna pull me over they're gonna harass me or this and that and often they would uh and it would be an expensive whatever it was for some small turning changing lanes without a blinker or something here in six years i have never had the police pull me over like yeah even even when i was doing something illegal i had a cop stop look me in the eye wag his finger at me and said bad driving malcolm looks and he took off and left he just he waved his finger at me um Literally, and, and that's happened more than once. Um, they do have roadside checks where they'll check for your license and this and that, so they have that, which we're, I'm not accustomed to. But more often than not, they see your extra on a hero and they'll just wave you through. They don't even have to, uh, they, they, they just, you get actually treated a little bit extra special with kid gloves by the police. So. Excuse me, uh, Bodie. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Um, in in the closing few minutes uh, that we have here, I want to bring up a um, something that I just realized here. Uh, Amy, who is in the studio with me, uh, is is foreign by birth and American by choice. You are just the opposite. You're American by birth and foreign by choice. 
it's very it's a it's a very odd you know and and I just realized that. So Amy, I like it. It's, yeah. Amy, what, what, why did you? Well, boy, it's not fair to ask you that in two in, to respond in two minutes. But um, isn't that interesting? Yeah, I I think I have some thoughts I want to share with the audience, and uh, I. For the last 38 years, I'm, I'm Chinese by birth, American by choice. We escaped from the communism into this country. And uh, uh, now the reason I'm talking about we launching this program, China Uber Alice, I just wanted uh, people to know what's uh, real about the communism. Because the people live here, if they just read a book, see the movie, or maybe visit in China, but they not really know what about it. So I think uh, um, I think uh, this country right now is uh, um, from this uh, uh, last couple of administration and, uh, and toward the wrong direction and socialism and lots of places i especially california san francisco i really feel like a lot of things they do is like a communism so i think this is so important this time this election but unlike bodhi and i'm not making any value judgments here because on the one hand i think bodhi had is the bravest one of the bravest people i know to to pack up his whole family and leave the country that he is getting disgusted, gotten yeah, but, disgusted but, with. But, uh, On the other hand, you've decided to stay here and fight, Yes, right? just like uh, Michael said, that we, we have uh, stuff to take in care of, right? We choose this country as my country, so we had to fight for our system to defend our democracy. Don't let them go to another direction, wrong direction. So this election is so important. I'm not talking about partisan, want somebody to vote Biden or Trump or Democrats or Republicans. I want everybody to think about future our country. Vote. You must vote with your conscience. That's my message. What a great message. And I, I don't think anybody would disagree. With, well, maybe some people would. I've heard some people say, I don't vote. People here at the radio station, I've heard some of them say, we don't vote. We've become so disillusioned. I stopped after 2000. Sorry. Okay, yeah, Bodie, we've got, we've got less than uh, 15 seconds in the top of the hour, and then we're going to go to the news. So you and I can talk uh, privately, but i got to let everybody know it's the end of the Saturday special hour number one here on your favorite radio station. FMZ, but first come, first serve. $10.80, two left, one blue, one green KSEO face masks. Maybe I should have you save one for me because I love my other one so much I wear it more often than not, and it might wear out. Which one do you want, the blue or the green? The, the uh, blue. Okay. blue. Yeah, the blue. Okay. But I'm only kidding. No, no, if people want to buy them. Get, well, I'll tell you what, we're going to get a whole bunch. I'll of them save them, but if somebody wants to outbid you, I, I will, okay. we'll start the bidding at $10.80. Okay, Bodie, thank you. I'll talk to you soon. I just said goodbye to, to my friend Bodie in... Uh, Ecuador. Bodie Burger sounds good. Bodie, Bodie Burger is good, good because I had some. Really? I had a Bodie Burger when I was there. And was it was deliciouser, <laughs> deliciouser right. than, um, than In Plus Out Burger. And I love In Plus Out Burger. Uh, but I, 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 don't, I, I like McDonald's and Burger King just as much, if not better, mm. than, than In Plus Out Burger. But there's no place that makes a better chocolate shake in my, that I know about than In Plus Out Burger.
and I shouldn't have too many of those, but I do. I'm a bad boy from time to time. All right. I, I just can't help it. Well, I'll be out at the Dave Cave uh, yeah. until 2. If anybody wants to outbid MZ uh, for the face mask, we'll start the bidding at $100 a piece. B MZ. By the way... Um, if you want to, are, are you going to do a sale when, when the shipment finally comes? The shipment comes? should be here tomorrow, and I'm going to call FedEx right now Re and find Really? Out. Did yes. you find out that they shipped it? Yes, uh, they shipped it yesterday. It should be here tomorrow is when it's scheduled to be uh, here. It comes on, they deliver it on Sunday? I don't know. That's what, I'm going to find that out right okay, now. Okay, I because as, as of yesterday at the end of the day when I looked at it, it, did, it didn't show that it had shipped mm -hmm. on the computer. You, you must have looked I, at it I subsequent. Called, I called at 4 o'clock yesterday. Okay, it, great. It shipped. Good. So, um, and it's scheduled to be here tomorrow. Okay. Whether or not that happens, I'm pretty sure we're going to have it for Monday. Do you want to make, uh, you want to take, are you taking orders for stuff that, um, that you can either deliver if you know that oh, it's I'm in the order? Absolutely, or? but, but we'd, uh, I'd rather wait till we have the, the product in the garage yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and then we'll do it. So, yeah, 218-5726, call, find out what we have now. Otherwise, wait till Monday and, um, and pick up what you need. It'll be a good time. Very good, right, Dave so Michaels. Thank you. You got it. Sure do. Don't you wish you had the inside track like KSEO does? Yep. Arrogant sounding comment, huh? Oh well. I'm sorry, baby, but I really gotta go to KSEO Radio. Bye. Amy. Yes. Amy, how? Um, so, um, yeah, I, 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 and I, and I believe a lot of, if not most of, if not all of our audience appreciates your perspective of being Chinese by birth and American by choice. Um, and, uh, you live your whole life appreciating that, don't you? Sure. Yes, especially uh -huh. when coming to this country, so I realize freedom is not free. So the system we have, we have constantly to defend and to uh, make better. And uh, we cannot just take us granted and take all the benefits of this country. And uh, we have to contribute. So it's almost, <clears throat> I don't want to put words in your mouth, but it sounds to me like it's almost disloyal to bring up a topic like I did at the beginning of this program about uh, are you getting sick and tired of, you know, the direction this country is headed in and do, do, are you, yeah, you start, look, start looking around for another place to go and is there any other place to go? Maybe we're in the best place there's ever going to be. But then I thought about my friend Bodie who pulled up stake six and a half years ago and I reached out to him, talked to him in four years and he was right there. And so uh, that's why we had his. Uh, but they remember his visit. this. This is a free country, so they have a freedom to go anywhere they want to. They have to. freedom to go. Yeah, because if they the want difference, to go. difference is the uh, the other side of the world. 
you know, those communisms, you cannot go anywhere. You cannot go free. So that's My father difference. used to say the obvious. Any place where they don't allow you to leave is not a good place. Because if they, if they have to restrict you, if you want to get away and you're not allowed to, there's something terribly wrong. Definitely. Now, talk to me about communist China. You got away from communist China, and you were in a communist China labor camp. So it's not impossible to get away because you did it. Okay? And I'm, I'm sure there are other people who want to do it, who are escaping to the United States and to other places that they feel they would enjoy better lives. Okay? So what's the deal there? I mean, is it... If, 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 you were a, uh, 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 if you were a resident in China, in communist China now, would, would you be imprisoned within China? Would you not be allowed to come to the United States? Or of go course. Right now, they still have. That's why we, we have this program, this China Uber Alice. We had to talk about that. You know, in China, they're still prosecuting the people, the religious people and all other other ethnic group people sure. put them in the labor camp still this moment you know that's how we want people to know but are they preventing people who want to leave from leaving no and you if, cannot leave at all okay how did you leave well I had to thank for the the policy American opened the door since 1972 Nixon opened the door and I used this Harry Kissinger's uh, uh, policy and uh, to uh, unite China and to defeat the Soviet Union. So if it doesn't have, I'm a beneficiary of this policy, I'm sure. And, uh, but uh, right now, I'm a big fan of the Henry Kissinger because I think he's the only Secretary of State and uh, to make the policy. And other Secretary of State just uh, executed what it is. And um, so I read all his books, everything. But uh, recently, I was think about that, you know, look back, really read about that, how he evaluated the communism, everything else. I don't know, uh, is uh, make a huge mistake or what? Open the door for China for the last 30, 50, almost 50 years. You know, what, do, for the what do you think? No, I think uh, since the uh, Clinton administration, they started to accept the China go into the WTO and then globalization, everything else, and then that started really bad things. It's like a open a Pandora's box. And then all the demons, everything come out. So up to today, and already a little too late. But if we don't do now, we'll be never. So that's how important it is, you know, we had to provide all the information on the program, China Ubalis. So I want the people to sign up for the newsletter because we not just talk up to our show, also uh, have lots of materials for everybody to read, to understand, you know. Um, that would be um, ChinaUbalis.com. Remember yeah. that. Sign up for the newsletter because they have a lots of important information you can see from the side to understand the program, the topics, whether we talk about it.
Okay. So um, you, you really can't turn math the, the, the clock. It, it is what it is. But do you think it was a mistake to open up relations with... Well... With, because it was communist back then. And yeah, they were our enemies yes. back then, just like the U they USSR. Say, same as the Soviet Union. And right. somehow I understand... I, I visited Soviet Union after they, they dissolved. And I visited Cuba last year. I They all communist country for a long time, 70 years or whatever it is, I think. Uh, but the... Some to me, Chinese communist regime is the worst because they how to uh, against the human nature in every way. You know, and in Cuba, I visited. They still have this cemetery. Uh, cemetery. They they remain keep the preserved very well. You know, even I asked it. I said, Castro, would they add, uh, you know, the uh, communists, how can they choose to bury in the Catholic ground? And they said, well, it doesn't matter. They, they family and they from the roots, they are Catholic. So they had to go back to the family and, you know, rest in peace. And also another thing is after uh, Castro died and uh, he left the words, he said he wanted to take all his personal image from buildings everywhere. So I got the and no image of him. So he, I think he realized, you know, um, he did uh, something wrong. I think uh, probably originally he wanted people to have free education, free hospital, you know, the medical care, whatever. That's his dream. So every communism is an idealist. And then the end, they become a very poor. Uh, to today, you know, they still use those coupons for the food, basic food, like uh, rice and the beans. So everything is rationed. Yeah, so they, they, you know, realize it doesn't work. So I'm talking about back to 50, 48 years ago, and we think uh, we, we united China so we can defeat the Soviet Union. Actually, Soviet Union, they are the verge of the corrupts because the economy. So if we don't let China out and open the door for China, they're still going to fall. I don't know, just the thoughts. People can discuss with that. Because By the I way, if you, wanna, if you want to join the conversation, um, it's a live program today, um, Saturday, the uh, 3rd of October, Saturday special on your favorite radio station, AM 1080 and FM 104.1 and a number of other FM channels. KSCO. It's 11:17, hour number two of the KSCO Saturday special. Um, guest in the studio today is uh, Amy Howe, who is American by choice, Chinese by birth. And if you want to uh, talk with us on this or any other topic about what's going on in our world, please call us at 831. 479-1080, or you can email me at mz at ksco.com. Um, uh, well, so Amy, uh, what do you, what do you think about the, um, what do you think about the, uh, Trump and the COVID virus and, and the possibility of what, could be right around the corner <laughs> if everybody gets sick. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, but I think uh, he will recover 
quickly. Yeah, because I don't think he's very sick yeah. either. But yeah. uh, and they're they're trying all kinds of even experimental, not necessarily approved treatments to get the president back on his feet. Not that he's been off his feet, actually. You know, he's as I understand it, he's fully functional, and the only reason he's at Walter Reed Hospital is because better to be safe than sorry, right? So, um, yeah, anyhow. And so you think the next debate will be virtual? Yes, I do. Mm -hmm. And that'll be fine. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know what it, it... It might be just as unruly as the first one. <laughs> Who knows? But, uh, yeah, so, so anyhow, we, could, we can talk about that if you want to give us a call at 479-1080 or email mz at ksco.com. Um, I'm just wondering... What the weirdest, most unexpected outcome that no one's even thought about can be, you know? I, yeah, um, so I... Let's answer some phone I, calls. I mean, we will answer some phone calls here, but they're being... Um, we have a call screen or some... Oh, it's Dave. Yeah, he's in the front, so... Um, yeah, if you want to give us a call, 479-1080, we will take your calls here. But something wrong with the phone system, I think, because they're, they're dropping off as they're calling. But in any case, um, yes, as I understand it, um, it, it happened. It actually happened once before in 1974. Um, the vice president, Spiro Agnew, had resigned in shame. And um, so did Nixon resign in shame and so we ended up with a speaker of the house who also happened to be a republican who was gerald ford now this for how long well he he didn't get reelected. elected um, he he was the first selected president some people say george bush jr was the first selected president uh no, no yeah he i guess he was i guess he was the, um, what's his name? Gerald Ford wasn't selected. He just, he was the first non-elected president. Anyhow, 479-1080 if you want to join the conversation. Um, let's see who we have here. Uh, first, let's go on. Uh, let's get John in Soquel on the air. John in Soquel, you are on the air. Yes, hi, Michael. Hi, Amy. Um, I want to thank Amy for alerting us to the dangers of China and um, dangers to our freedoms. Um, and I wonder if Amy could comment on how imminent you think that danger is from China. Very, very dangerous. I think uh, this uh, election, uh, not just for our United States, is for entire free world. It's uh, yeah. really important. So that's why this election, whole world is watching every moment because i have a lot of friends in different countries in australia new zealand uh, uh, japan and uh, different parts of the world and they all everybody was every moment with here and they just watching i think more uh, care about than the uh, maybe here people yeah, why are they so interested on. because they feel if this time is determining the direction of this world, where we headed to. Is we still be a free world, or we surrounded to communists? So that's how uh, important it is. Yes. Uh, 
I'm so glad you were bringing that up. And Michael, uh, thank you for having the, the show, China Uber Alice. Uh, also, I wonder, with all the business connections U.S. corporations have with China, can we possibly extract ourselves from that? those connections? Great question. Right. What do you think, Amy? Yeah, I think that, that would take a time because uh, and actually already have a lots of movements. Lots of movement, maybe we didn't know, and lots of manufacturing jobs already moved out of China for last five years. And lots okay, of big corporations moved to Vietnam, Cambodia, Sri Lanka, India. So uh, it, it's going to be reorganized, basically. But the yeah, important thing is the direction. We had to be strong to lead. The whole world is watching us. So we cannot Absolutely. just, you know, and talk about some small things and partisans and that. So, you know, this is just uh, uh, every American citizen had one. to for their responsibility. Yeah. You know, this is our country. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and President Trump seems to be the only politician in my memory that's that's been willing to stand up to the the um, you know China and um, and also. That's the first one. Danger. I think it's first one, you know, yeah. to do something, not just talk about it. They talk about it a lot. Well, last thirty years, they never do anything. He's the only uh, one. Uh, so um, right. obviously. Uh -huh. Everybody had to wake up and look at the fact. Hong Kong? Yes, we lost Hong Kong, Hong Kong at this moment. No more Hong Kong. Hong Kong is China. That is so it's recently occurred, hasn't it? Yeah. Yes. What about Taiwan? Taiwan, that, yes. That Taiwan is not. Taiwan, fortunately, Taiwan didn't, we didn't wait that long. So, of course, Taiwan, they, we're going to resume the rela uh, diplomatic relationship. So the ball was yeah. kicked to the Chinese corner. So they had to decide, you know, what are they going to do? Usually yeah, for the last 30 years, they're just jumping up and down, you know, every time we do something with Taiwan. And this time right. they, you see that? This time there's some kind of quiet, you know, but we see because uh, see whether they're going to react. And then yeah. immediately related to the, uh, the United Nations and WHO. So yeah. everything uh, had to re it's a bigger changing, it's a big change in the world. We had to be very seriously. I think I agree with you entirely. I'm so thankful that you're alerting us to this and, and uh, I hope that Americans will take it seriously and uh, vote for President Trump uh, because I think the Trump administration is the only one who can really um, protect us from uh, those, those dangers. So, Absolutely. And, um, Thank you uh, for calling. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks, John and Soquel. Okay, you bet. 479-1080 is the phone number to call. That's in Area 831. Or you can email mz at ksco.com. Here's Colonel Terry. Hey, Colonel Terry, you're on the air. Hi, thank you, MZ. Uh, I compliment the lady's efforts. I'm glad that she escaped the re repression of communist China government. However, understand that Trump is not necessary for us to correct the problem with China, in that Red China and the Communist Party has stolen American technology, they have stolen millions of American jobs, they have stolen trillions of wealth from us. And, if and how come wins, the, the, other, the other people don't seem to care? I, the, other, the other presidents don't I, seem to care, and I know you don't care for Trump, even though I think you said you voted for him originally, is that right? 
because of the... I voted because I wanted immigration enforced. Right. Okay. Okay. So um, he, he hasn't let you down there, has he? Or I guess he has a little bit, right? Oh, let I, me down substantially. Oh. I, and I, I could give you half an hour of how that's happened. Um, but what about the policies then for China, Trump's? Uh, policies, madam, for China under Obama and even Democrats uh, addressed the Chinese trade ripoffs uh, and beat them in the World Court, in the World Trade Organization litigations and so forth. But they never did anything. They did some. Yes, they did. They got adjustments and they fought them. All right. And the Chinese Communist government was unfriendly. What, what adjustment? The Chinese con I was in the White House when this was going on. Answer her in question. A, what adjustments? No, I mean in Obama administration or you in Clinton administration? Which one? Oh, um, Bush. Well, the Clintons sold us out to China because the Chinese were bribing, bribing Bill Clinton and Hillary before he was even governor of Arkansas and afterwards. The Clintons gave China at least 4 million jobs illegally. Yeah, they accept the WHO that's happened. They entered the WHO at that time during the Clinton. I think he's the one started this. You are correct. We let them into the WHO without any restrictions, without them having to comply with the rules, and they stole jobs and they stole technology, and they still do it. So you but think uh, uh, the the uh, uh, Democrat administration they will do anything different from Clinton or uh, Obama? The answer is, of course, they will. They weren't. They weren't taking bribes the Clintons were for 30 so, so years. So from the debate and the other things, Biden talked about the China. I don't see how they would do that. Just Biden no not, way. Biden never said he would cave into China. Untrue. And the big picture, and what we ought to have But then what about is, his son's association with China? Biden is not going to cave That's into not true? That's not a fact? And just the uh, propaganda, what? Yeah, it is propaganda. It's Trump propaganda. That's, that the scandal is a propaganda? And also the other things, other, like oh, during Obama time. Obama's brothers and doing things in China and have a business in China. Those kind of kinds, of, they're all just fiction, Add right? No Probably just China, a fiction. There is no evidence of that, in fact. Now, I, I didn't like Obama either for a variety of reasons. The man was weak on Iran and so forth. It, where we are now is we must have, and I agree with you, we must confront the red Chinese communist damn government. We must confront the business people in league with it. It's all one big conspiracy to steal jobs and wealth from the United States and elsewhere. That we must confront. We must hold them accountable in our laws because they're breaking our anti-monopoly laws as well. I had to tell you something. I think that those globalism, Obama, Clinton, right? And they all cohorts with the child CCP. Uh, they're not in cahoots with it. They were bamboozled. Yes, every way. Yeah, well, also the George W. And Bush including some big corporation in this country. There's terrible they corruption with our corporations. They all together. You are correct. It all should and one percent of those people leading class in CCP, and one person here, and they all cohort together called the globalization. You are correct. Make in, themselves in filthy rich, and took away everything, I and sacrifice our democracy, our freedom, for that. Part of for money. Our 
freedom is to pro- part of protecting our freedom is to protect us from these huge American corporations and the billionaires who bribe both our parties and yes are in conspiracy with the Chinese Communist Party and their business affiliates to steal more wealth from our country. You think Obama did anything for that? Yes, to providing those big corporations, still yes. monopoly everything. Yes, Obama did bring the antitrust laws far more, the anti-monopoly laws, far more than the Republicans had ever done before. I saw it. But they're still getting bigger and bigger, the result of that. There was effort by the Obama administration to stop the big corporations. Yes, some effort, not enough. We only count the result. I don't know what kind of effort effort they did. W. Bush and Cheney at least, uh, at least uh, Trump did something, have a result. We Trump see it. Did a little bit. You know why? You know, recently I counted lots of people in China, and uh, they all support the Biden. So, what do you think? I mean, CCP people. They Supported. love Biden. What do you think? I support. I, I am well informed. They love I- his policy. They think they can make a deal with him. They love it. And then now, they just know, just yesterday, and know Trump get a COVID, and they celebrate, just like they celebrate 9-11. Can you believe that? I, CCP inside of China right now, I just I, receive lots of things. They're dancing in the streets. Yes. I agree with you how evil the Chinese Communist Party is and the people in league and business with them. So and why they love Biden, you tell me? I want to change from Trump because so Trump is So who you think it will be besides mm. Trump? Nobody. I'm not sure. I have to be honest with you. I don't think anybody okay. at this point, at least maybe you. If you're honest about I Trump... I will vote for you if you can do that. ...dangerous to our country. If you're honest about Chinese Communist Party, we must confront them. Biden will confront them. We're he not just to confront. We have to defeat them. Well, we should defeat them, yes. We should help Hong Kong get independence Conference from China. Conference is not enough. Defeat. I, I haven't finished. You're right. We should push for there to be a, a political revolution in China to free all the Chinese people like yourself, okay, who stood up to the government, so that there is a, an open economy and an open political system in China and get rid of the Communist Party dictatorship. That should be our announced goal. We agree fully on that. And I think Biden will advance that. Trump will not as much, and, and, and among other factors. Okay. Thank you for calling 479-1080, Colonel Terry. Here's Hilga in Carmel about the upcoming election. Uh, yes. Uh, good, uh, good morning. Hey. Uh, I just couldn't sit still anymore. Uh, I'm a complete 100% uh, Trump reporter. And what I want to say is, why would Biden uh, be uh, against uh, China when he got so much money from China? Give me a break. If we don't get Trump back in, this country will be sunk. I'm telling you right now, if you get the Biden administration in there, we are going totally socialistic, communistic. I lived in Germany under Hitler. I'm 84 years old and we are already seeing this. Uh, everything is its mandatory. You can't do this. You can't do this. It's already 80% totally socialistic. The people want more and more money because the people in power are rich. 
and the people in the middle class are going to go out of business and we're going to have a two-class system, the rich and the poor. And that's a fact. The fact that uh, President Trump paid only 700 some dollars is he has a lot of write-offs, okay? People don't understand. He has all over the world, the guy's very wealthy. From the minute he got into office, they tried to get this man out. He will be the best president since Lincoln. That's going to go into history, whether people like it or not. Uh, president Trump loves this country, and he doesn't want it to go down. Neither do I. It's the best country in the world. For God's sake, people, get real. I lived in Germany. My mother had to crawl under a blanket and listen to BBC London every night to hear the truth because the media and the movie business in Germany well, was 1,000% pro-Hitler. They loved this Führer. We had to have a picture in his house. My mother said she wants to hang it in the outhouse. She hated him. And she almost went wound up in the concentration camp. If you don't know what freedom is, you're gonna uh, when you lose it, you're gonna be put in bondage through these medic. They want to give us all these immunizations. That's the part that scares me the most. So anyway, please wake up and vote for Trump. I can't help you otherwise because I see it. I'm 84 years old. And I've seen big countries fall, Italy, all these big countries fell. And if people are so ignorant and hate Trump, he has a certain way about him. I can, you know, I'm not in control of him, but he has, he deserves peace prizes. He doesn't want war. So that's all I have to say. I'm shaken just thinking about it. Wow. Thank you very much. And. Try not to shake, but I don't blame you for shaking because you've made me shake, because too. Because where I live in Carmel, people, uh, in, even in my apartment building, people don't even want to talk to me when I bring up Trump. Oh, we hate this guy. How can you? How can you be so ignorant? I don't understand the people. Yeah. Um, well. Thank you for your phone call. So oh much. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. Hilda, Hilda, did did you did you visit us once in, in yes, KSC? Yes. Yeah. Uh, yes. That's I'm what thinking. I thought. I, I haven't I haven't seen you for a while. I haven't heard you. Maybe maybe I, maybe you called in some of the other shows, but I, I, I miss your calls. I listen to every show. I listen to all your karaoke. Wonderful. I listen to everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I, I I promised I wouldn't. I didn't say it on the air, but I'll say it now. I won't sing today. Because oh, I, did, okay. I did a I did too much singing last week apparently. <laughs> okay, that, that I'm dro uh, drove, we, we didn't get any phone calls the first hour, and the reason might have been because I drove all the audience away with all my singing last week. Oh no no no! You are very good. And Amy, <laughs> I love you. I love Amy. Thank yeah, you. I can, you have a lot of guts. You have to have guts to stand up for what you believe in. This is what's missing in this country. You have to stand up for your, uh, your core beliefs. So I got to ask you, it. Hilda, is, anybody, is there anybody in your apartment building who is a Trump supporter like yourself? Yeah. Oh, yeah. there is. Yeah. Okay. They're not all That's people great. who are. No, out of 20 yeah. some, there uh, three, three parties. Yeah. The rest of them are all Democrats. Yeah. 
Wow. Yeah. Uh, do you know of any Democrat or, who would support Trump under any circumstances? No, no. I, I've never seen anything like it. They're, they're going to vote for Biden. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Biden is going to be out, and then that woman is going to be in there. That's the whole thing. And, and, and that Pelosi needs to go. That woman is insane. So, uh, you know, like I said, I have no power. I have no power. I'm just expressing my opinion on this station because this is the best station there is. And I listen to Alex Jones. I listen to him. What do you think of Alex? Well, I think he's a little bit of a fear monger, uh, but he's right in a lot of ways. I mean, he's drastic, he's drastic what he's seeing. He had a doctor on yesterday talk about that, that flu, that shot that they want to give us, that changing your DNA and everything. It's very frightening. And they're going to make this thing mandatory. That's what, what I'm worried about Trump, that he's going to... Okay, he said the military is going to give these shots. That scares me. That's already losing our... Uh, what happened to the Constitution on that one? Mandatory, mandatory. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's it's really uh, scary. That's everything. frightening. I, Helga, thank you so much for calling the oh, Saturday you're special. Oh, you're very welcome. Okay, really appreciate bye bye. You have a good one. Richard in Watsonville. Hi, Richard. Hey, Mike, is it uh, contagious? What? Uh, the the flu thing that's going around. I mean, it's not uh, to the point where it's. Well, I don't know, man, but I I I have some serious questions about what that last lady just called. Oh, Hilda, because uh, I don't know. I grew up like you did in the fifties, man. We were, that's all we heard is what happened over there in, in Germany with the Nazis and the Jews and everything. You know, it was terrible. Mm -hmm. But. Uh, for me, it was almost like every weekend, you know, up at Kaufman's. Oh, yes, at Kaufman's concentration camp. KKK. Right. Uh, yeah. You would learn things there that you never want to do again. Exactly. Um, but then I went to Vietnam two more times, you know, yep. after that. Yep. And uh, I went to Hong Kong. I saw, you know, things that I never thought I would see before. Uh, I come back here, and I, I go through, what, almost 50 years of this stuff now, huh? And uh, and I'm wondering if we should hurt China real bad. That's what's going around, I think, in this country right now, is do we need to pay back China? Another thing is, did you hear the question I asked Dave Michaels yesterday? No, I, I wasn't listening. Okay, listen to this one. Say Trump's in the hospital, like he is right now. And he gets worse, but then he gets better. The other night, him and Biden were in the same room together. Say Biden gets the uh, flu, and he goes down, and he dies. Then what happens, Mike? We get Kamala Harris, or uh, how much different is life going to be? Because we know that Trump, Trump wants to put the hurt on China, and Biden doesn't. And I think Biden does it. Like your guest there, Amy, said, because of the money, you know, is to, uh, and, and uh, Pelosi and that other clown, man, Schumer, those guys have lost all the credibility that the Democratic Party ever had, man. It's gone. Do you have that same feeling? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. It's not even a good idea to go to San Francisco anymore, like Amy said. 
It's like you don't know who's running the place anymore up there. Exactly. Yeah. You don't feel like you live in nah, the United hell States. No, that's, the freedom up there is gone. Look, how much does it cost to uh, cross the bridge now? $6 to $7 to $8. Isn't that something? Yeah. Well, all right, man. Thank you. Huh? Thank you, Richard and Watsonville. Always great to hear from you. Uh, okay, uh, Don and Salinas. You're on uh, the am. air. Hi, Don. Hi. Hi. Hooray for Hilda. What a great call. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. That lady blew me away. Yep. And, and, and she's very brave living in Carmel because Saul Alinsky lived in Carmel and retired deep state are peppered throughout Carmel. So she's, she's got, it's been rough being a Trump supporter out there, I bet. Yeah. <laughs> um, what I wanted to put out there is the Democrats and their lick spittles in the media have weaponized Corona. To the point where the, the president's in the hospital right now with a slight fever and a runny nose, and they're already burying him and installing Pelosi as, uh, as the president. Yeah, and, and also they're trying to shut down the confirmation process for, the, for this uh, Amy, for the SCOTUS. Yes, because, so because they want Pelosi become a president and they're going to nominate Obama as a justice. Yeah, that, that, I mean, it, it's completely ridiculous. This is a scam. And what I'm hoping happens is that Trump kicks Corona's ass, comes out and tells America, this ain't no big deal. I had it. I went through it. He will. Get back to work, America. This is a scam. It's not as scary as you think. My God, you know, the the. The flu is actually worse on your body than Corona if you're a healthy person. They won't tell you that. I mean, this is such a load of bull. And there's something else I want to throw out here. They're saying, like they like to say, the Corona don't care if you're a Democrat or Republican. Well, if that's true, why the hell are only Republicans getting it? I don't hear no Democrats getting Corona. I'm putting out there that they went in and sprayed Corona all, all over some broom that, the, that Trump went in with his people so that they would get the Corona. And now they're using it to scare everybody. They're, oh, they didn't wear a mask. There is not a documented case of someone getting Corona by not wearing a mask. It's 99% you touch Corona, you touch your face. That's what gives you the Corona. But the, all of a sudden, all these Republicans are getting Corona. And no Democrats. What? WTF again. What's Good question. Yeah, WTF. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, WTF. Yeah, yeah WTF. but well, what, do you, what do you think, MZ? What's the chances of all these Republicans? I never stopped to think about that, Don and Salinas. <laughs> You're a really smart dude. I've always thought that, but now I know it. <laughs> okay, well, you got a great show going on, and... Please bring Hilda back to let tell some more of her stories when she grew up in, in Hitler's Germany about how he was the Obama and the media all... Hilda all needs to back. be a host on KSCO. Yeah. Okay, thanks. Andy. Thank you. Uh, okay, now before we... We're going to take the next one, but before we uh, talk with Shelley and Monterey about the mannerisms of Colonel Terry, I'm going to read this email from Andres about Colonel Terry. I love Amy. It says Amy versus Terry in the, in the subject line. I love Amy. 
I think Two Straw Terry should be an expat in Ecuador. Maybe he can open up a fancy hat shop or something. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Shelley and Monterey? This we this uh, should not, listen. I, I, this is, should not be at the expense necessarily of Colonel Terry. However, no. You want to say something about his mannerisms, do you? And Z, did you listen to Amy on Thursday? Yes, I did. It was a great show. Did you? Were you in tears? Uh, I was. Yes. Yeah. Uh, everybody I talked to was. Yes. And Amy that's all, uh, that's so only that's only one of how many stories do you have, Amy? Like that? How many? In the hundreds? Hundred thousand. Wow. I say the one thousand one nine Arabian nine. I have a one hundred one. One hundred thousand one Chinese nightmare. I can't tell. And Chinese for Amy nightmares. to come forward and share that trauma trauma that she experienced, that was super brave for her to do that. And she's doing it to sound the alarm. That's you know, right. And for Colonel, for Colonel Terry to get on the air and act like he knows what he's talking about when he hasn't, he has not lived it. He's never experienced what Amy has experienced, and he never will. And for him to get on there and tell Amy what's going on, the most disrespectful. Colonel Terry can have all the education in the world, but until he's lived what Amy's lived, he has no right to get on this radio station and talk to Amy like that. I was in tears listening to her story and I couldn't believe she was brave enough and sacrificed her own personal space just in the effort to sound the alarm to us. Thank you, Amy. Thank you for your compliment. I was always a very private person, you know, when MZ wanted me to talk about these things. I, you know, I don't like to talk about that. I, I don't like to, I always think the pain is private. You know, I don't like sensational things, so, but I think uh, I have, uh, you know, the responsibility to tell people the truth. Nothing but and, truth. Right, and for Colonel Terry to have the nerve to think he knows what he's talking about and he, he's going to tell you what's going on, he has no idea what's going on. He, he can have all the academics he wants to have. I am just so disgusted with that man. But you know what? That's a reflection of a lot of our population. And it's not just the young people. There's, there's older people like Colonel Cherry that are so fixated on being right that they don't look at the truth. Like you said, Amy, the truth. Yes. All right. Hey, hey really, Shelly, thank I you. Really just want to thank Thank you for bringing Amy on. Okay. I really Thank appreciate, I really appreciate the kind words, Shelly and Monterey. Okay, here is uh, John in Prunedale. You're on, John. Hey, MZ. How's it going today? Great, great, great. Good. good. Hey, I, you know, I'll tell you something. That, that call from, was it Hilda in Hilda, Carmel? Hilda, yeah. Was just, that just blew me away. I mean, that's just uh, incredible call. It reminded me of that old saying, um, uh, liberalism uh, ideas so good they have to be made mandatory you know it uh, 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 
except that what we're looking at right now is not really liberalism. It's really leftism. But um, anyway, I, I wanted to ask Amy um, a, a question. Yes. And uh, it has to do with the media's coverage of, you know, uh, the election interference and all that type of stuff. It, it's like they are fixated on Putin and Russia, mm-hmm. and yet they ignore China. And I have a hunch. I just have a theory, and I don't. I don't know because I, you know, I'm. I quite, You know, I ask myself, well, why? Why are they so fixated? The Russia is not as big a threat to us. Mm-hmm. I have a, a theory that China, I, through their media influence, has got to be behind this this campaign, this disinformation yes. campaign to keep the eye on Putin. You know. Um, I can't figure it out. Any other reason why we would be so worried about Putin and Russia? Money. And uh, very simple. But I think uh, that was part of a thing we had to fight, to fight our freedom of speech. Because right now the big money and lots of money from China already bought our mainstream media. So Trump was first thing talk about fake news. You know, to point out of that, before right. nobody, they still right. brainwash American peoples and they use yeah. Chinese and I, money. And, and, yeah, and that's and that's the part that that we're just. I, it just amazes me how everybody, and especially the Democrats, they, they keep talking about Putin and Russia, and I'm just like, wake up! Putin and Russia, they they don't that's control right. our media. They're not. They're not. I don't know. It's very frustrating to me um, as to why, you know, well, I know why, because I think they, it's like you just said, money. That's what it all boils down to. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, and, and I, I, I thank MZ and, and Casio for having you on and because we need to we need to take that spotlight and refocus it where it's supposed to be, not on all these diversions that, that they keep throwing out there. That's right. yeah, That um, was probably engineered by the CCP. Anyhow, yeah. thank you very much for calling okay. four seven nine. Important uh, uh, issue: the okay. freedom of a speech. Yes, thank you, John and Prunedale. Here is Al in Santa Cruz. Is it downtown Al? No. Yeah, it is uptown Al. Okay. This is Uptown Al. All right. Um, yeah, no, this is Uptown Al. I had a question Oh, it is. You. Yeah, you're a different Al. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, he told me Midtown Al. doesn't matter. But okay. I had a good question for Amy and you. And first I want to say, number one, well, uh, Colonel Terry, I mean, give the guy a break. He was actually very respectful. Maybe I, You know, you don't agree with what he was saying, but this station you guys are running is uh, it's supposed to have all the ideas. It does. That's right. It does. He was respectful. He was respectful. I listened to the whole thing. And then, but on Hilda kind of cleared it up, which is going to lead to the last question. But Hilda cleared it up, and she said the forced immunizations that not just uh, uh, Sleepy Joe or Trump, uh, you know, I mean, they both are, you know, you saw uh, Donald Trump, he... He unboxed the test. You know, he did a whole. It's the pharmaceutical companies obviously have, you know, have them by the belt. So, you know, and my my question for Amy and, and Hilda, you know, is very. You know, I, I really liked it. I almost teared up a little. But you know, uh, Amy and MZ. So uh, you know, and I, I think Trump's a lot better than Biden. 
you know, I mean, I don't really like either of them because, you know, I mean, how could you? But sure, this um, is a free country. Trump's better. Trump's better. I don't want to go into socialism, so I agree. But Amy mm-hmm. and then so the the shot and the the Operation Moon Speed or whatever it is, and the how Trump says he wants to have the military do it with explosion force or whatever he said. So how how I mean how how can you separate? Biden and Trump, when they're both—I don't know if you guys want a fourth shot, but I definitely don't. What? How? How could you? What do you guys think about that, uh, Amy? I'll, I'll just ask Amy and MZ. I'm not uh, clear about what the Trump are talking about. A fourth mandatory for have a shot or what? Yeah. I don't well, know he about. Did say be- he did say before too. From CDC FDA or from. But I, I think I've never heard him say yeah, anything I about never, mandatory. I don't ever. know about the policy. He didn't say mandatory. He never said mandatory, but he did say that the military is going to come out and give. And so that just shows that uh, Bill Gil Bates, Gil Gates, uh, or whatever you want to call him, Bill Gates, mm-hmm. he he has a plan that he wants to. You can listen to his, him talk okay. with his uh, wife. Yeah. And they talk Boy, about there's no end to what we can do. I want to thank you for calling uh, Midtown Al. We got to get to, uh, I want to try to get to everybody if we can. I don't know if we can. Phil in Santa Cruz request from me. What? Yeah, real quick, MZ. I would like to be able to take Hilda's uh, talk, this, her call, not the whole thing, but just her call and download a podcast of it so I can send it to people I know in Pennsylvania, Ohio, states where it makes a difference. It will be done, and I have another idea for that. I have Hilda's number. I took it from the screen here. I'm going to call and ask her permission. I'm sure she'll grant it. Thank you, sir. That call was beautiful. The best call we've ever had. Okay, thank you. Here's uh, um, oh, uh, Bill and Carmel. Hey, hi, MZ. I'm sure glad that uh, Amy Cona Barrett didn't come down with the virus. Yeah, kind of makes me wonder if someone, if these people are being targeted by the Democrats to give them the virus to disrupt the election. I wouldn't put it past anybody. I wouldn't either. And one other thing, really quick, you know, a couple of weeks ago when Trump was having a rally and people were chanting, "We love you, we love you." Yes. And they did that when he ran in '16 too. And I asked a friend of mine, "Have you ever, in your whole life, he's 85? Have you ever seen anybody?" chant that to a presidential candidate and he said no oh. but what trump puts out he gets back huh yeah. he really cares about the country yeah okay hey thank you for bringing that up bill appreciate your call the 479-1080 here's son in boulder creek hi all hey son this is future hi. yeah how are you I'm great. And I just wanted to say I I believe that Amy won the debate. I'm so proud of you for being so informed and so uh, great in a conversation like that where you just really bring the facts up to uh, counter the emotions. Thank you, Mrs. Future. (laughs) And uh, I also uh, wanted to just uh, say there's nothing to fear but fear itself. And even if this is the second wave of the coronavirus, even if it's Planted on the Democrat, I mean, on the uh, Republicans to make them look bad. Now's the time to be more careful than ever because the craziness until the election is going to define the future. So remain calm and remain friends, and let's keep America strong, beautiful, free speech, home of the free and the brave, and this great show. Thank you so much. Thank you, you, son. Here's Rich and Salinas, our final call for the day. Rich, you're on. 
Yeah, hi, I got a suggestion. Why don't you have Hilda and Amy do commentaries like your mother used to do? I love Bill's. it. I love the idea. <laughs> I'm not going to put Amy on the spot right now, but I, I think that's the greatest idea. I have a question for Amy. I've been reading a lot of articles yeah. on YouTube about China collapsing from in, internally because of the retired veterans and the current military mm -hmm. are getting tired from the Communist Party. Yeah. I think we've lost him yeah. on the cell phone or something, but uh, oh, hello, yeah, hello? yeah, we we missed that, and we're we only got about ten seconds, so hurry up. Uh, hey, what does Amy uh, does Amy understand about the Communist Party? Uh, the military retired and current are really upset at the Communist Party. Yes, actually, the internal problems are lots of very huge, and just like a volcano, so just waiting for explode. Okay, that's it, gang. Thank you, Dave Michaels. Thank you, everybody. Uh, see you next week. You're listening to KOCO Santa Cruz Salinas Monterey Santa Cruz.